this is the Seneca podcast about lo- the love and historical context in chapter nine of The Great Gatsby for your A-level revision. I'm Anna, by the way. So I think the first point that's, you know, historical context of at least for, you know, Long Island in the 1920s and this specific echelon of people is that the major speculation of the Gatsby's death seems to demonstrate that nobody really loved or cared for him. People want to be part of the drama, people want to watch from the sidelines, but they don't really want to get involved where it matters. Gatsby himself was willing to give anything for the love of Daisy, but at the end, he finds himself alone. Daisy's not even physically close anymore. His symbol of the green light at the end of her dock represents nothing now because she's moved away. Gatsby, of course, is not there himself to see her, but, you know, he's dead and buried in Long Island, far away from anything he ever knew. And, you know, he's been completely destroyed by their love, while Daisy seems to have just moved on. This lack of love that's been afforded to Gatsby is also seen in his associates, such as Clipspringer and Wolfsheen. They kind of pass through life taking what they can get, you know, money and opportunities from somebody, but then they're not there for the things that really matter. This again represents this consumerist culture and, you know, lack of real love and confusion in the 1920s. And I mean, even broken relationships seem to have affected Nick and Jordan. It seems sometimes like Nick has been so jaded by the world in front of him that he doesn't know how to love either. It's doubtful whether he ever did, as he describes all of his previous relationships back home being rather messy. But Jordan confessed that she had true feelings for Nick in Chapter 9, and he feels tremendously sorry because he's, you know, he's messed it up, basically. While Gatsby gave too much love, Nick couldn't give enough. Everybody seems to be a bit just off the mark with how much they love or how little they love. Daisy and Tom are careless about love, and it's the carelessness that prompted the mess they left behind. They think only about money and about status, and they don't think enough about other people's feelings. Nick is left at the end of the book without love himself. He hopes he'll find it again in the West, but there may well be an undercurrent that because of all the things he's witnessed, he'll never be able to find it, because he's been too cynical about the human condition and about love. However, do you, do you fully believe this? I personally don't think it's true. I think that when he finishes the novel with that symbol of Gatsby, he leaves us with a symbol of hope and perhaps faith in true love. It's debatable whether Gatsby's feelings for Daisy really are true love, but I think Gatsby's longing for that, you know, all-American lifestyle, that old money being, you know, who he always wanted to be with the means to do everything that he wanted to do, that's definitely love. That's dedication to a cause. You know, truthfulness and kind of like hope and optimism that people like Tom and Daisy just don't have. And I think Nick ending the book on that note might imply that there is something to be said for optimism. At the end of all these events, Nick's hope in everything has not been completely destroyed. Love may well live on, even in the bleak landscape of the 1920s, heading into, you know, the Great Depression. So that's a really, really speedy summary of the love and historical context in Chapter 9. Tune in next time because I'm going to give you some individual character summaries. Hey everyone, thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope it was useful for your learning. Make sure you consolidate your knowledge by clicking the link in the bio to be taken to the free online course. Good luck with your studies.